0: Turkey, New Mexico. It's the City on the Edge podcast with Ty and Mike. Welcome to the City on the Edge podcast with uh, with Mike Smith and Ty Bannerman. Today we are uh, joined by our very first special guest, mm-hmm. Genevieve Garcia, the Mueller, um, Doctor of Rhetoric mm-hmm. in Texas, yep. co-host of her own podcast, Dead Things. Fifth. With, uh, Will and, Will Bolt. with Will Will Bolt. With Will Bolt. If you haven't heard that, can you kind of sum that up for us? Yeah, what sure. About?
1: It's a it's a podcast about death. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> we have we have guests on every week. We, it's usually in two parts. First part, we ask them about their experiences, and the second part, we have this uh, segment called This Week in Death, where we talk about you know events that have happened recently, usually mm-hmm. within the last week. Um, weird deaths, important deaths. That that's whatever we can we can kind of and
0: yeah. i'll say it is the most like alternating like hilarious and depressing and <laughs> Truth. sometimes worrisome Truth. and sometimes profound like you kind of go all over the place with it and i love that yeah. about it it's a good
1: yeah it's hard to pin down it
2: goes from like totally philosophical to totally lowbrow sometimes yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, <laughs> within <laughs> like within five minutes uh, yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah sure. and i think
1: anything and a lot of it depends on the guests too did they kind of set our tone like when we had Derek Sheen on, who's a comedian from um, Seattle, um, he is so he's, he uh, like he was talking about you know his his family members heads being shot off in front of other people, and I mean like, it was it was a, it was really hilarious. It was really intense, but he was so funny, yeah, and I couldn't stop yeah. laughing. It's like I kept t- like, kept telling myself like Why are you laughing at this awful I shit?" Know, but I know. But yeah, but like it is a natural kind of reaction. With, like, it is a natural reaction, yeah, that's and a- so yeah, it, it's hard to pin down. It, I think it's definitely one of those. One of those uh, podcasts where every week it's different, so right, you right. have to really kind of, yeah.
0: You've got a pretty good variety of guests. You had Arthur Chu from uh, Arthur
1: Chu, yeah. Jeopardy,
0: He was mm-hmm. pretty entertaining. He talked a lot about cyberbullying and stuff like that, harassment.
1: Yeah, because I read this article that talked about um, people who have been bullied or are currently being bullied... Um, have not, I mean we kind of think of it in terms of like they're probably more likely to commit suicide right mm. but there are other medical conditions that that occur when someone has this constant stress of you know being bullied mm. things like heart conditions things like um, uh, oh there was one I can't remember what it was I think it was, just, I think it was just a heart condition but stress leads to these other kinds of like things that manifest and so they're more if the more bullied you are the more likely you are to die an early death oh god yeah it's it's pretty intense
0: yeah. Uh, so don't get bullied. So don't know. get bullied. So it's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Go
1: back in time. <laughs> yeah. Take care of yourself more. I mean, yeah, come yeah. on, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, welcome oh. to our, our nascent little podcast here. This is officially our fifth episode. Yeah. I, have you had a chance to listen to it? I haven't. No, no, I haven't yet. No. God damn it. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'll download some of cause You guys are on <laughs> iTunes, right? Uh, we are on iTunes now, Okay, actually. then I'll download um,
1: some episodes.
0: The one we're having trouble with is uh, Stitcher. Oh, really?
1: Stitcher's weird.
0: They want you to... Sign some paperwork that just are you know like you gotta sign a terms of agreement and it seems a little sketchy like they want to put their own ads on it. And yeah. Well. That kind yeah, of
1: stuff. Yeah. 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 It it. Android users are kind of shit, shit like when it comes to when it comes to podcasts. Right. There's not really a good one that you can just Podbean. Podbean might. Podbean is work. yeah. yeah okay. I use
2: Podbay. Oh but, Podbay but yeah. I'm, Pod I have Ayers. trouble getting our own podcast on there. Sometimes yeah, iTunes yeah. is
1: usually the
0: best though. Um, yeah. So let me uh, kind of introduce the concept to you mm-hmm. and any listeners who are checking for the first time. Um, the basic idea is that we're telling Albuquerque stories, and that runs the gamut from uh, historical uh, facts, to things you might not have uh, known about the uh, the history of our city. Uh, last week we did one where I went and visited a, um, a doomsday preppers convention that was here in town, oh, and so wow. we talked about the end of the world as seen from Albuquerque, New Mexico.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, you know, that's that's really the only... Uh, common thread is that they tend to be set in and around New Mexico,
3: yeah.
0: uh, especially Albuquerque, and have something to do with us. Yeah. Uh, normally, what we've been doing is um, we have like a, a pre-written segment that yeah. kind of we form the centerpiece for the yeah. show, uh, and this week we don't. Yeah. You want to talk about why that might be? Well,
2: Mike. So- uh, in, I think it was 2005, I wrote two articles about this subject, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I can just use those, you know? Yeah. I have them from te- from over ten years ago. I'm yeah. sure they're great. And I went through and read them, and they were just, like, from a different person. They were, like, from a... Like, I was like, I don't want to read these on the show they at all. They not feel like you they, No, it just, yeah. like, felt, like, completely, like, like, I would, like, mark these up in red pen, like, crazy yeah. if, I, if uh, I was reading them today. I mean, like, at the time... I was still kind of coming out of, like, a very, like, religious upbringing... And, like, I just felt like they were, like, judgmental tones. Nothing overt, but, like, just little things. Throughout. You, you
0: seem to have a real issue with hippies in that. Like, I, yeah, I, was, was I was here sc- while we, we, we read it. Yeah. You uh, read it, and you seem really mad at hippies. Uh, like, yeah, maybe. I just I was annoyed music or something sucks at the moment. smell, which is, you know, yeah. arguable, but... uh, It, it, it <laughs> wasn't, that, like it wasn't that, that, nasty, that nasty, but, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> but it
2: was definitely, like, like there was simmering underneath it. And yeah. So I was like, I, I don't want yeah, this. Any- and there were, like, little things that, like, where it was, like, to have a poetic image, I like describe like a bird flying north along the Sandies Mount Sandy Mountains. But I don't know if that ever happens. Why, yeah. <laughs> why would a bird fly north along the Sandy Mountains? Probably uh, do sometimes.
0: Do you think? Yeah, I mean,
2: odds are there's only four directions. I guess. <laughs> you know, like and we're
0: tired of going east, west, and south. Yeah, so long, you know? but it's like,
2: shot. but I, I think like it's just full of wrongness. Like yeah, throughout. It I just felt like I was just like, like I, this, I don't want to put this out there yeah. and so on. And I also don't yeah. want to write a new article about this old topic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we skip gonna that, time. Do, uh, we're going to do kind
0: <laughs> of a story time yeah. with Uncle Mike here. You're going to tell us All about right. the, uh, what, what, could, what could we call it, like a good title, like The Ballad of U.S. Grant or something. Oh, okay,
2: there we go, yeah. Well, did you watch Cycle Escape? Did I did not. Oh, okay. No, I All have right. not managed to watch it. Right. I gave uh, Ty a DVD of a 70s movie, kind of an easy writer rip-off that was filmed in with 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 this guy called Cycle Escape, and released in Japan. So let's set the um,
0: stage here. We're talking about, right. this story is set in uh, the 1970s, late For 60s? Most part, yeah, late
2: 60s, early 70s, mostly early 70s. In Placidus. In Placidus. So in the early 70s, it was kind of like the hippie movement 2.0, from from what my understanding is. Like, like uh, you know, you'd already have like, the real intensity of the 60s, and people were kind of trying to find a manageable version of that that they could keep going and from, from what I can understand yeah there were things like the whole earth catalog that were being sent out and that kind of like ra- that uh, rallied communities around them. people would get these catalogs about like simpler ways of living and mm-hmm. back to the earth type stuff and uh, think well where can we go do this this sounds awesome and yeah. one of the places that drew people a lot was New Mexico like in particular Taos and you know Taos just had these these intentional living communities that were set up up there. There was,
0: like, one big one. Yeah, there was uh, New Buffalo, I think, was was the big one. Oh, yeah, I read that one. You're familiar about with this? Dennis
2: Hopper was around there, and, like, you know, all the Easy Rider Do you have a theory
1: on why New Mexico um, attracts?
2: I think it's probably a combination of lots of open space in which Mm -hmm. to do things, and also, like, I, don't, I mean, people have been living in these simple ways yeah. here for a long time. I yeah. mean, like, you really can build a house out of mud here. And mm-hmm. and and, and uh, there's, like, a sustainable
0: yeah. or a subsistence-level oh, agriculture and, where yeah. people are, yeah. you know, actually growing their own right. food right. and stuff.
1: Fairly temperate. I mean, right. it, we do have harsh winters. But, right. Uh, yeah. North, but yeah. it's fairly... But you but could still,
2: probably take it back to comparison. the... To the writer and art uh, scene, writing and art scenes of Santa Fe and Taos of the early 1900s. I mean, yeah. like, you know, like, I was
1: reading about like, that, and I, I, um, I don't know why it made me think about this, but I was in this really shitty play that was like, uh, um, I, I won't, I won't name the name of it because I don't want to hurt, <laughs> I wanna hurt the writer's feelings, <laughs> but it was, it was like an, uh, it was like a remake of Dangerous Liaisons, and it was set in, um, like the salons of like Taos, so oh, okay, it was you like, George O'Keefe, and Florence yeah, and all that.
2: That's interesting. Yeah, what? but they,
1: they, they casted me as, like, the ingenue, and yeah. I'm, if, I'm anything but <laughs> Right, right,
3: right, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're an ingenue, yeah. I don't even know
1: that So I got exactly. really out of place, because I was supposed to be this, like, you know, virginal yeah. kind of, you know, group right. and I'm like, get here, and then my, it just wasn't, it just didn't seem, it didn't seem, like, right, you know? Right. So funny. I feel like just my voice and presence didn't... Do it. But,
0: no, that's a good point. There's some some people right, from right, right. Uh, from like the East Coast, you know, yeah. and from other, Maple from Dodge. Europe, and so, yeah, Mabel Dodge Luhan, that's yeah. what I was yeah. yeah, there you go. Mabel Dodge yeah. Came out here with kind of an idea of sort of yeah. building yeah. a kind of community yeah, that it was reflected like a community their values. Around, right. like, but it was a community
1: right. around art, like it was yeah. a community yeah. around a thing. And it was, so this seems yeah. a little bit different because it's not, it's yeah. a community around. It was also
2: kind of of fetishizing um, like Native American iconography and stories and ways of living and so on and and also um Spanish, not Mexican, strangely. They just skip yeah. right over that. And they go right from, like... Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> was a revolution, and then kind of, so yeah. Move out of the way. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Spain, land of the yeah. bullfighters. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, Marta Weigel talks about that a bit. In some right. of writings. But that's um, very, that's very yeah. missionary.
1: I could sort of say yeah. that. Like, it, you know, they're probably drawn to the missions rather than drawn to the right. Union, you know, to Old the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah. 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 Which,
2: you know, and, and you know... I guess it's better to be interested by something and then you know we looking back at these historical records than to like be actively against it or suppressing them or saying let's educate this out of these kids or something I mean it's like a different part of that spectrum, but
0: and it's also like yeah. i mean it even right now it feels to me like well we could just go out and start a commune like the three of us yeah. right now, yeah, yeah. we could I'm go strike out by some super cheap land yeah. in the middle of nowhere and yeah. like have a a commune that lasts six months and then yeah. collapses in on itself, yeah. like a million other people have done out here. I'm Whereas trying, in yeah. other places I've lived, that doesn't seem like a possibility. Uh, like, no, it doesn't seem like living a in place. Manhattan. It's not like, well, we're just going to go over yeah. those fields over. You know, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It's the the, the
1: uh, possibility of seclusion that. Right. Yeah. Right. But actual seclusion, not just you know social yeah. seclusion, but land mm-hmm. you know, sure. and all, all of that, yeah.
2: So, uh, so, so Taos was kind of the main one in New Mexico that attracted that, and um, I think didn't wasn't Taos the Taos communes, weren't those in Easy Rider like I think they got I think so, they got I'm some national sure. n- yeah national, uh, they
0: went hot tubbing in the gorge all oh, right yeah, yeah. hot spring yeah. in the gorge or whatever
2: yeah so there was some national incentive to, to get out there and there was a big profile in like Life or Time magazine mm-hmm. uh, about it you know a new way of being a lot of people read that and just like headed right out yeah. like, let's go check it out um, you know but Placida the, the the second uh, biggest commune area in New Mexico was Placidas which is just the north of the Sandias and so it has a lot of interaction with Albuquerque it's like a
0: 20 minute drive from Albuquerque yeah right? like good. if you go yeah. on the highway right now yeah. here, you could yeah. get there in 20 minutes and
2: Placidas is such an interesting town so I wrote a, a book about the towns of the Sandia Mountains and it was called that and, um, and <laughs> we, we plug it six times every show I know I know I like wanted my... to also not forget
0: I Albuquerque do yeah. you have a book? Yeah.
1: Uh, coming out next summer, I a chapter nice. in a book. Nice. Oh, okay. What's yeah. the what's It's the... out of Rutledge, and it's a it's an anthology. Okay. And I can't believe I forgot the name of the anthology. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll look it up. We can't sure it's the great helpings. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember the title of my of just, my chapter.
0: Just buy some books, <laughs> and, and maybe like, you'll <laughs> get the right one. So <laughs> um,
2: I'm the
1: worst when it comes to promotion. I don't remember what it is.
2: <laughs> so, but when I was writing about these towns, Placidus was so hard to write about because it is like. One of the most divided communities I've ever oh. met. Ever, everybody is like locked in some feud with everybody else over water and property and okay. like just how they how they are, you know, over the acequias, uh, over just everything. Is this like
0: feuding between people who have lived in the kind of traditional community mm-hmm. there and the judges? Uh, so
2: there's so many more layers than that. Like oh, it's yeah. it's now it's like between the old Hispanic families and the uh, the hippies from the 70s. They've kind of made peace overall, except for some of them that are kind of they're specific there's specific uh uh, uh yeah. um arguments but um i
1: remember the title of my book it's oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. not my book but i'm in an anthology hmm. uh resident multilingual and linguistic minority writers transitions from high school to college wow. from Routledge, forthcoming okay. uh summer 2016 and my chapter is uh digital dreams the rhetorical power of online resources for uh, Dream Act activists. Oh, wow.
0: so Let great. me just say, um, your the title of your chapter is way better than the title of the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I, I can never yeah, remember yeah, the yeah. title of the book. Okay. <laughs> I, know like, I know the, uh, I know the my chapter title:
1: Digital Dreams. They should like, have just
0: really taken easy. your chapter title and applied this. I don't know if it's appropriate or not. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, so go back ahead. to uh, Placidus. So yeah. So
2: and, and then there were there was there's the more recent argument, which is between. Um, People who have kind of made it a bedroom community for Albuquerque, yeah. like for the richest homes, kind like of the more any, suburban. Anyone that's seen the Mex- seen Breaking Bad, like the parts that are Mexico are Placidas. <laughs> like, like you know the drug when uh, what's his name Gus Fring kills his his uh, competition at that pool and leaves their bodies in oh. the pool. That's in Placitas, so it's like a yeah. They're really nice homes. They're famous kind of actors. Robert, Robert Redford has lived there. Yeah, like okay. a number of really big did, name people. Uh, Val
1: there. Kilmer lived there too. Did he? He? Probably, I think he, he lived in Tuskegee for sure. No, Bay. yeah, he lived yeah. up in Santa. Uh-huh. But I think for a while he had he had property there. Hmm.
2: So. But man, they just like... They have these town meetings there that I went to a couple of and they're just all like hating each other and threatening each other oh and just God. screaming. Yeah. Like I... I, They have a community archive there, the Sandoval County Historical Society and I wasn't allowed to use any photos from it because one guy there wanted to write a book about Placidas someday maybe uh, and he said if they know. let them if they let me use his photos then he would take all his photos out and tell all his friends to take their photos out so i like um, had to go like work on ditch crews and stuff and get to meet people like in order to nice, like though. yeah it was nice yeah and, and i ended up getting enough for the book and it was fine but like it also was just like sheesh you guys come on like like it's just history like like, yeah. like let's share it and like talk about it and yeah but this you know, is an interesting thing this ditch crew
0: let's talk yeah. about what's that
2: Oh, well, you know, they have these acequias They're like little man-made, human-made streams that run throughout the area mm-hmm. where they channel the water from streams and creeks and stuff uh, toward houses and so on, and they have to keep them clean because they get clogged yep. up with leaves and stuff. But that's just a good way to meet people out there and... And it's something that they always need done, so that's that's what I ended up doing. And I ended up going back with families to their houses and like scanning their own photos. And so it that sounds out. like a pretty good way to do it. It, a quick, it, did. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. it did. It did. Gonna... But like, man, what are historical archives for? <laughs> yeah, you, <know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can't just block people because the... you might write a book someday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Okay, um, eventually, the yeah. guy after I like had plied him with free books and like all kinds of stuff forever. He's like. I'll let you use the photos, but I've got to write the chapter. And I'm like, no! What? no <laughs> I'm not going right. to let you write my cha- book's chapter. <laughs>
0: it's not a collaboration. Oh, yeah, you know? like,
2: yeah. <laughs> what? yeah, so he was great. Um, <laughs>
0: have you been uh, spent much time uh, at Placidas? Um, a little bit. I had
1: friends that, that used to uh. live there. Never really that much as an adult. Oh, I had an ex-boyfriend that lived there, but that was that's another story. But um, mm. yeah, no, not too mm. much. Not too much time up there. I don't know. It's it's, it's one of those places where it's like Bernalillo. It's so close. To Albuquerque, but I just never, I yeah. never really get up there. It
0: feels pretty know? different, like when you get into the, the old town part of it too. You know? yeah, it's so not it like it. It doesn't feel like a, necessarily a part of Albuquerque. It definitely has its own. Identity it's its own, it's its own identity. thing, yeah. It's but I think because I mean, yeah.
1: it, it's it's exactly the kind of tone that Mike is talking about, where yeah. they're very insular, right? And they're very it's it's a be hard to just go to Placidas and. Yeah, and you know, just kind of hang out in it's Placitas. True. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not, cause There's not because there. It's really
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah, There used to be a mini mart. You could loiter in front of it. Yeah, there used to be mart. Mart. yeah, And there's yeah. and now like there's my, a my lo-
1: friend worked at the video store that was right oh, by the mini nice, mart, but that's nice. obviously you know.
2: Yeah, I wish that yeah. was Yeah, but I, I like Placidas and despite all that, it's it's a unique place with character. Like it's actually like. Probably the oldest settlement in the Sandias. Like, it goes yeah. back to the 1600s. There's an yeah. old Las Huertas um, Pueblo up there oh, that man. was like...
1: I've never been that far back. And
2: man, this there is a really... It's cool. It's it's pretty much in ruin now, yeah. the, the, the original Pueblo from the 1600s. Like, Placidas had the same idea as Carnwell at the south end of the mountains, that it was going to be a buffer zone... Yeah. From the tribes that lived in and beyond the mountains. Wouldn't that be fun?
0: Be like, "Hey, come live in this town, and yeah. then the Indians will attack you first? Yeah, they'll attack like... you first, and you'll just be
2: like twenty people in yeah. like <laughs> some <laughs> dirt hovels. You'll you'll be great. This is not going be... to yeah. yeah, and like and and those were all evacuated. But Placitas kind of, unlike Carnwell, they kind of made it work with where they were. Yeah, uh, Carmel had to get evacuated and so on, but Placidas they made it work to the point that there are a lot of local folkloric accounts that I've never been able to fully verify that they lasted through the Pueblo Revolt. So oh, when, when all they, the Spanish uh, were driven out of out of Mexico, yeah, out of New Mexico in the yeah. uh, in the 1680. sixteen eighty sixteen eighty Pueblo Revolt, um, they stayed there and just like had a good working relationship with them. And I kind of think that, that that sort of thing was probably more common than we I would know. Think
0: somebody must because how do ever. you do a full
2: scale yeah. evacuation like that? And, and
0: sometimes they had relationships with right. the, with the pueblo people and, and so forth. Yeah. And there are other local
2: stories of like uh, people coming up even when the, the Spanish had been completely kicked out of Mexico uh-huh. to go like harvest uh, salt from the Estancia Valley. Yeah. And it's like you can't do that if like everyone's killing you. And, right. yeah. and everything. Yeah. I mean so anyway, so Placidas has had this long history. Then they were they were resettled um, and there was, there was mining and all sorts of stuff throughout the 1700s and so on. Um, and then in the 1800s, they had a huge mining boom. Like oh, it was okay. a silver mining boom, but this is a lot of background for Placidas. but anyway, so it's a, but it's a, but it all underlines the fact that this is a place that's seen a lot of change yeah. and a lot of different groups come through.
0: Yeah. And it's been its own place that whole right, time. Right, right. Like, it's and not, it's
2: kind of insular. Yeah. I mean, even it's today. Fair, yeah. Yeah. Very- like if you want to reach it from the other Sandia towns, you have to take a dirt road through Las Huertes Canyon and it's kind of spooky and you just like go way back in these dark canyons and stuff. If mm-hmm. you want to come from Albuquerque, you got to go way north of the city and go through Bernalillo.
0: And we're and, talking about a time in the late 1960s, early 70s where Albuquerque would not have been uh, sprawling out, so it might not, right. you not know, have. Free, like, yeah. I kind of think you can now drive basically all the way through Albuquerque and then there's just, when you hit that road uh, to Beverly go Williams. to Placidas, there's a yeah. small period of, separation. Yeah. But at that point it would have been much more, right? Right. It would have been like you drive from the center of town and it's you know, down some rougher roads
2: and but but so these communes that sprang up in Placidus, they attracted a lot of people. Allen Ginsberg would come out and oh, like yeah? yeah apparently chased the, the young man around quite a bit. In, 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 oh in, that, in, wacky, know, in, that, you know, that wacky, wacky Allen yeah. Ginsberg one, wacky slightly predatory. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know there there were quite a few few uh, like people from all around that came out there. And it really attracted some interesting stuff. I mean, like, there were artists that came out there and they built these, like, spiring, tall, huge structures out of trash and plastic and stained glass and stuff. Like, huge, like, pointed buildings that covered, like, you know, an eighth of a square mile. I mean, just bizarre,
0: crazy things. We should try to get some pictures of these up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, There's a book
2: called Shelter that is about strange houses from around the world. And it has a whole chapter on the Placidus hippies. And, um, and some of their buildings looked amazing, which I heard they kind of sucked to live in, that they leaked, like, crazy. Yeah, and, like, probably. You know? <laughs> cool. sure yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Not but, structurally sound. But there yeah. were also,
2: like, a lot of little adobe buildings. And some, there's, there was one area called Dome Valley, where everyone lived in geodesic domes. It's still there. You can go, like, drive back behind the church on, I think, Bear Springs Road. And it's, like, it's wow. on private property, but it's back around there, yeah. Cool. Um. There's a one called Lower Farm that basically never went away. It's still there. It's like it's as a commune. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like one guy and he's got an abandoned bus behind it now. And there's some people <laughs> that live <laughs> in like it. Quite a He's commune. very community minded. <laughs> yeah, it's it's true. not it's not a thriving commune, but, <laughs> but he's kept a population up there. Yeah. The and that, a bus commune. Uh, yeah. yeah you know what? I I really admired this movement to some degree. Like in that, like they were trying something different. Like yeah, society sure. is screwed up, and like we should try alternative. You know shit. that that's the thing yeah. that
1: I, that I think that's probably why they were pushed. Towards um, you know, the open landscape of New mm-hmm. Mexico, because I feel—I mean—from some of the stuff that you sent me, they were coming from like larger, you know, areas right. where hippies kind of commune, right. you know, Berkeley yeah. or yeah. places like, and yeah. other places in mm-hmm. California, those kind of things. But they're very urban areas, and I think um, you know they're pushed into right,
0: you know, right, because you know. they want to—you know—you you, you adopt a certain set of ideals, mm-hmm. and it is kind of hard to do that when you have to live with everybody who's got a, the dominant ideology right. all around yeah. you know, so yeah. it makes sense Here,
2: here's <laughs> so a quote or
1: even proximity to them somehow you yeah know? Like,
2: yeah yeah you know, here's a quote that one of the hippies said about building his house in placidus and he had a crazy like tall like uh like one of those houses i described it just like was a million patchwork things kind of coming up to aspire it looked mm-hmm. crazy and awesome uh he said building this house was more of like feeling where you went as you started working with it you know the material and just playing it from there it's like three-dimensional sculpturing, you know? We got, just got into building a house, and out here, that's like jewelry. Okay, let me put it this way. The inspiration, like, as we move along through it, like I found it in Stanley Kubrick's film, 2001, where the dude is finally split out of the satellite and was heading towards Jupiter. Just as he was coming in, what they had done was they had used different types of film, infrared for one, and just taken a plane and flown over Grand Canyon at a high speed, low. What is created, you know, is in some respects synonymous to what the house is, you know, and certainly our cell structure. And her body is synonymous with that.
0: Okay. I'm mentally inserting the sound of a token off of a joint every every so four words s- there. <laughs> First time the the ceiling
1: links, he's like, yeah. motherfucker! <laughs> motherfucker. Why yeah, did I how uh, can I I don't know nothing just, about engineering. I have nothing. Just just
2: feeling
0: <laughs> <a> house on <laughs> a <and the> cell. That's <laughs> the last time I take it on
2: itself. But <laughs> I but I like that and like in some moments that's actually made sense to me where it's just yeah. kind of like, oh, I get what he's saying. He's trying to like use organic structures and expand it in to a practical. feel it as opposed yeah. to, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: And, and the pictures
2: of the places do look pretty cool. They do right? look I mean, oh, really cool. Oh, they're incredible. Yeah. And also, you know what? People are so boring and life is so boring. People should do interesting stuff. Should, I agree. I absolutely go, agree. Go live in weird trash heaps in the yeah. desert. <laughs> weird trash heaps in the
1: desert. As always,
0: that's our message to you. That's the, uh, the point go of our weird, podcast. Yeah. Go, this go, live, has in been a go live in weird trash heaps in the end. desert.
1: This uh, has been live in a trash heap. That could be like our uh, <laughs> okay. So we okay. got these uh, so these guys, okay.
0: guys coming out, and they've got their weird architectural landscapes yeah. that they're yeah. building. We should do
1: like a part two of this where we go uh-huh. on dead things and we talk about how they all died. Uh-huh. Well, right? we're getting. <laughs> we getting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As
2: they collapsed. It's so. so no. But I actually think that, like this was a, a there was a really beautiful series of experiments that were going on there, and for a long time these communes seemed to do really well. Like like mm-hmm. you know like you have to measure them against well what can you measure them against? There's something new. Like yeah. I mean, there's like Josiah Warren and the early anarchists of the 1900s and stuff like yeah. that, and like intentional living exper- experience that experiments that became like cults, like a waspay down in sa- southern New Mexico. Well, the guys who make
0: silverware. Yeah. Onita. Oh, really? They, they, they started out as a uh, experimental co- commune where everybody uh, shared sexual partners
1: uh, in
0: like like 1850 or something like that. I had you know, no very, idea. Yeah, it's, wow. it's, it's kind of worth checking out. Yeah, i meant to It be all honest. went terribly wrong basically no, it's because cheap one guy was like, "No, worry. I think I get to share all the sexual partners yeah, and nobody sure. else gets to." Yeah, yeah that's always that one guy. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just ruined it for everyone. Else. No, it's
1: usually <laughs> a dude too. It's usually not a girl. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. I think you're
0: right. <laughs> yeah. think you're right. It's true. But every time you buy silverware, it. You can still buy it from that company that was founded. That's by did, yeah, Crazy I sex about, yeah. swapping. Yeah.
2: Interesting. I, thought I was proto hippies. I remember. love knowing the origin stories and stuff. Every yeah. time I hear Ben Carson's The Seventh Day Adventist, I'm like, Oh my gosh! I've <laughs> read about you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah. guys were selling ascension robes and saying specific dates for the return of Jesus not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so uh, okay, so there, there were like four central ma- major. Um, communes in the in the Placidus area. There was Dome Valley, which okay. was the geodesic dome one, Lower Farm, Tawapa mm. and Sun Farm. And I'm trying to remember which one it was that one of these got renamed Minerva Nueva. I think it was okay. I think it was Lower Farm, means, but don't quote me on that. Which is some made up thing that this like, guy we're gonna Minerva talk about. Nueva? Minerva Nueva it supposedly means New Way or something like that, but it's like but it's from this, this okay. uh this hippie leader we're gonna hear about. It's well, like all these we'll words have are made to up. Accept that, what does yeah. Deseret mean? Brigham Young was just pulling stuff out of his ear. What's words anyway? Man? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay. Um, so some of these communes would later be examined as like successful communal living experiments in a ser- in many books. Like co- there's one called Communes USA. There's one called The um, Communal Experience. this as far as those books were concerned, was a huge success, and it was great. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think, like... All right, end of the podcast. And on some level... (laughs) (laughs) Hooray! And on some level, like, they're right. I mean, this was an intentional living experiment. There wasn't a lot to base it on or to Mm -hmm. figure it out. And people tried something different, and a lot of them, like, found ways of life that they liked. They met partners. They had families. They had, like, you know, a lot of good stuff came out of it. But then, like... Anytime you have, like, a place where there's lots of drugs and lots of sex and, like, lots all this stuff, you attract losers and creeps and people that are just, like...
0: Especially, like, a more open... Like, yeah. Especially when you're like, we're accepting, we love everyone, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of stuff. You
2: get some, like, <laughs> yeah, some, like, drunk dude from <laughs> Albuquerque being like, oh, I heard the women up there are just, like, don't oh, say yeah. no, I'm going up there and bringing some weed and, you know, like, yeah, it's gonna, we're going to have a great time, right. you know, whatever. And, and so you just start... It started attracting, like, really darker elements. I, a number of people that I talked to said that like cocaine and heroin and harder drugs were things okay. that eventually came along and that like it just changed the character of the place and you know and, and it's hard to say because everyone t- just talks to you through the lens of their own experience right. One yeah. one guy that I interviewed extensively like later ended up as a religious fundamentalist and so like I didn't know what was right when I was oh, talking to man. him. Like I, I, was, I was like, okay, they, so they descended into sin, and Satan took over, and like, i you know, <laughs> yeah, know like, damn it,
1: Satan, yeah, but, like, again! You know, I like, would have invited
2: him. Come on, it's okay, man. We accept everyone, <laughs> including <laughs>
1: the in
0: devil.
2: Yeah, that guy said, the scene kind of started out purely motivated. We profess great altruistic motives, but in reality, self-indulgence is what it was. It kind of deteriorated to the point where it was nothing but alcohol and drugs, just a place where people could go to get laid. The drugs gave you the illusion of inner completeness, limitless limitless knowledge, and so on. But really, there was a lot of darkness. And then he said something after that, like, Satan reigned there. Satan
0: (laughs) Uh, reigned. Let's talk about Satan. Let's talk about this figure. Well, I'd say, you know, if you were going to talk about the intruder in the garden here. Okay. This guy.
2: Oh, okay. We should talk about him like that. Who was the snake in the garden? This gentleman. The dark one. What a great transition, man. That's great. U.S. Grant. Okay.
0: Whom we might have heard of. He yeah. won the Civil War. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he was a very
2: famous uh, guy. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, U.S. Grant. Um, he, so, we're not talking about U.S. Grant here. Because I, th- there is a New Mexico connection. It had something to do with the railroads in New Mexico oh, at one he? point. Yeah, like, The real the Ulysses The, the real Grant. Ulysses yeah. S Grant. We're talking about a guy whose real name was actually Donald Wasky. and <laughs>
3: Donald,
2: Donald Yeah, yeah. And he was from the Midwest. And he came out here and... Because of his intelligence or his charisma or something like that, he was able to, like, get a lot of power really quickly in these communes mm-hmm. and to consolidate some of them. And, uh, again, I wasn't there, so, like, this and, is all from, pieced together from people's stories and books. And, and he went by other
0: names, too. Like, it wasn't just U.S. grants. and then Well, Donald. he had some Donald. really
2: weird delusions of grandeur and, and randomness. Uh-huh. Um, one was that he was the reincarnation of Vulcan, the, god of, the Roman god of fire. And maybe that had something to do with the volcano on the west side. Who knows? Uh, and uh, Vulcan volcano. Uh, he had. He believed that he was Ulysses, U He was Ulysses S. Grant reincarnated, right. and he believed that his horse was Ulysses S. Grant's horse. That's my favorite part. Actually. I know. That's I love it. His
1: horse was also reincarnated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> they found each other. Reunited yeah. at last.
2: Ulysses S. Grant yeah. and his horse. Oh um, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: beautiful. Yeah. God, what yeah. he really was. Yeah. So he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You never a, know. That's
1: a really sweet love story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. He, he Found his horse again. Yeah. Found him. Yeah. A,
2: yeah.
0: a boy and his horse.
1: <laughs> so he was
2: a Polish American guy. He was from Chicago. He was a professor of philosophy. So Just because you're a doctor, Genevieve, doesn't mean you can't. totally, <laughs> I'm totally go it. nuts. I'm so trying just to just figure a, out how to get my uh, cult become, together. Become a cult leading murderer.
1: I don't think I'm charming enough to be a cult leader though. Oh, you can work it
2: out. Come yeah, on, come on. Yeah, yeah. You, can,
0: you can start a culture. You? Yeah. We
2: in you. Okay. So, I feel like Will would be the leader, and I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like
1: the second. You know. Yeah, the
2: but the second in command is always secretly in command. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's a puppet. Puppet master. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Will would be yeah. your unwitting. Yeah, okay. right. yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Let me know if you ever get that. Just off like girl. real
2: okay. life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I've always thought about it, just from, like, having grown up in a weird just religion. To, just to do yeah. it for
1: kicks, to see if you could do it? Yeah, I don't
2: think I could ethically do it. No, I wouldn't be
1: able to get to the point where yeah. I was actually, you know, uh, pushing people to, like, leave entire lives right, behind, right. or, you know, like, oh, that yeah. kind of, that, that would, you know, but it'd be nice to see if I could do it. I want to see if I could do it just to do it, but then I wouldn't want to do it.
2: Oh, what if you could do it and be honest about it? Like, be like, yeah, we're going to all hang out and, like... You know, really good. You're gonna give to me us, your so. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's gonna make you feel I mean, better because no one loved you as a child. I mean, what if yeah. you could like
2: give people hope and but like never lie to them, you know, and just make it more of a philosophical cult and uh.
1: You could try, a, you know?
2: but
0: still gain from it. I wonder, yeah, because that's what that's I feel, feel tricky like. It's, part, yeah. Okay,
2: so. You'd, to have to,
1: you'd have to come up with some really clear tenets that yeah. people. Cause see the thing—the thing that sucks is that the more logical you are and the more common sense yeah. that you try to push, yeah. the less people are, are likely to, yeah. to become extremist about it. You yeah. know, right. You know? True. So you true. Work that way.
0: Yeah. You got to give them something slightly crazy. Yeah. To yeah. Believe it. For instance, U.S. Grant here. Yeah. He yeah. Some US pretty Grant. So, wacky so, ideas, yeah. Right? so
2: we should make the distinction though between cult and commune. Obviously, okay. communes are just intentional living experiments. They're not necessarily cults. They're like right. they're totally different things. Um, but when you get a powerful leader in these figures, it can become somewhat cult-like, you know, in any setting. I mean, and churches this... are not cults necessarily, but when you get a Jim Jones in there leading the right. congregation or, a yeah. David Koresh, something strange can happen. And this guy and was I'm,
0: able to, like you say, leverage the, his charisma or yeah, something to he, sort of... He must
2: have... One person told me he was the smartest person that they'd ever met. Okay. Like, and so he must have had something going on. He must right. have had some sort of, like, convincing magnetic presence. Maybe this person never met smart people. I don't know. But well you know
1: what happens a lot and I've and I've seen this in play, um, where you know, some someone, someone is really good at just at saying so much bullshit mm-hmm. that no one can decipher it yeah. and yeah. they interpret it as being genius. You and know? there's
0: also like I don't know if, if this applies to other people to you guys, but sometimes people can say things that are that you know are nonsense, mm-hmm. yeah. but they say it with such conviction oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that you kind of feel like, okay, I don't believe this, but I kind of wish I did right now. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. This guy, I admire his confidence or yeah. whatever and, and whatever yeah. nonsense he's spouting. Whatever
1: nonsense
2: he's doing. I'm not sure if admire is the word, but yeah. yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah. But uh,
1: you're intrigued by it. Intrigued by it, yeah. By it yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. You know, it's not like a totally
2: immune to these, this kind yeah. of thing. It's like I've, I've felt that sort of thing before. So so Ulysses S.
3: Grant, a.k.a. Donald
2: Woski, mm-hmm. he, he helped establish the commune of Lower Farm. That was the one. And then he renamed the commune Minerva Nueva in, offici- in 1967 and officially incorporated it as a non-profit organization. And this guy became, like, a really iconic local. In a way, he was like the Don Schrader of Pl- Pl- Placidus oh, really? in, in the 60s and 70s. Oh, Don wow. Schrader is a, a very famous shirtless activist here in, <laughs> uh, in Albuquerque. <laughs> well, sometimes pantsless. He, yeah, you know, he's, he's usually got shorts a on, a little on rainbow movies. hat. I like him. We're on first-name basis now. Oh, right? are you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he finally remembered my name after, like, years of me saying hi to him. Yeah. Um, but uh, but he's, he, and he, but he, you can't ever second guess that this guy had has genuine principles. I mean like Don Don Schrader, I mean um, mm-hmm. you know even when he's writing letters to the paper saying drink it on your own. Urine, it's good for you. It's healthy. Um, <laughs> so he had this horse and it was like a white horse and he would ride around with his beard and his long hair and all this stuff and uh, everyone kind of liked him and you know he, he was really really attractive people. Um, my favorite story of him is from a woman I talked to who's still living in Placidus and had a lot of amazing keepsakes left over from the commune and uh she said that when she was a little girl she was like not even 10 years old and she was sitting at a bus stop waiting to go to school and she was just like hating the fact that she had to go to school and it showed on her face she was just sitting there kind of glowering out of the world and Ulysses S. Grant rides up on a horse and he goes hey little girl waiting for school and he she's like yeah he's like, do you like it she's like no and he's like well, tell your parents to vote for me and you'll never have to go to school again. <laughs> <laughs> and voting for him as governor. governor. This is he when, is when he was running governor. for governor. Yeah. And his campaign was stimmied a little bit by the fact that he refused to put shoes on and so like he couldn't like go anywhere really or do anything. Yeah. He refused to get into a car so he couldn't campaign. He couldn't travel. Any, but he paid the campaign fee and he was like a, a popular thing in the news at the time yeah. in, the, in the 70s because people were just like, this is hilarious. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, a few quotes about him that I got from people were that he was a big-time dreamer, a very gifted person who was very screwed up, an unstable, unstable stable, the craziest man I ever knew who didn't require incarceration, and a wise and charismatic bully.
0: <laughs> so there's a, there's a picture, looks like a hand-drawn or it's watercolor, watercolor, it's water-color yeah. picture in your book here yeah. of, um, I suppose this was... Was done by U.S. Grant himself. This
2: was he had this uh, ring bound book that was like his watercolored guide to the commune. It was like the handbook for the commune, and each one had like a little watercolor painting on it. And a lot of it was super religious. Like read this this yeah. one. Yeah. So it's
0: got a it's got a picture of uh, a bearded fellow whose belt buckle says U.S. and he's holding a scale in one hand yeah. and a Justice. sword in the other.
2: There's a ZS There's sun. a
0: zia sun rising behind him, and it mm-hmm. says God's law means perfect order. And then underneath him, there's a scroll that says, Woe be unto those deceivers of men and, uh... Servers? Servers of Satan, Satan, who hearken not unto the word of God, but interpret his word to serve their own selfish ends. So this is is the kind of thing he had going on. When
1: you were describing this, I wasn't expecting that to, be,
2: that to a watercolor. I was expecting it's it to be a lot, a lot more majestic oh yeah. really oh okay but he's standing yeah. over the whole earth you can see the yeah, earth yeah I see it now yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, no. t- we should definitely get that it doesn't that
1: one seem as as uh, talented as I yeah. thought yeah. That so out. it was the
2: 1971 gubernatorial race that he ran in, and this is part of a 16 page watercolor presentation he said that if he were elected there would be more horse trails for all okay so good that thing sounds alright marijuana would be legalized all you can get good enough we're on good. that
0: road now yeah yeah, yeah.
2: And no one would ever be forced to do anything, quote-unquote. <laughs> That's my favorite. Cool.
0: <laughs> All right. And the little girls wouldn't have to go to school.
2: Yeah. If they want to, right? Oh, man. So, so things soured with him. and no. from, Yeah. <laughs> so, something about his unstable, half-religious worldview uh, just, you know, didn't work over time. And he uh, had a couple of incidents. One in which he attacked somebody with a machete in a cornfield for not hoeing corn right. You know, like uh. and he hit them with the flat back of the machete and really hurt them. Oh, he
0: well, that's nice he
2: hit a pregnant woman in the stomach with a door really oh large. My God. So yeah. like that's he had a temper, I think. It's a little less <laughs> yeah. humorous. So no, know. no, this is a real guy. Yeah. yeah. And um so the the man's the, the the husband of the woman that got hit with the door charged him uh with assault and so Grant borrowed a rifle. And according to a December 1970 Albuquerque Tribune article, surprised the men near the commune's watering hole and shot two of the three of the men, two times apiece.
0: This was the husband of the woman who was hit yeah, of two the others. door. I have
2: also heard that he was experiencing some kind of Vietnam Vietnam flashback. At oh, the time. okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he had been
1: Vietnamese. Yeah.
2: I, yeah. I guess so. I, yeah. But again, like so much of this stuff is anecdotal because it's from like. People who were like Wait, really stoned for a the, whole when decade. When was he
1: at the commune? When did he at uh, the commune?
2: Uh, from 1967 to the early 70s. Oh, so he could have yeah. been
1: right at the beginning of the war. He could
2: have been. Yeah, of it's law. it's totally possible. Yeah, and, and uh, but it's it's you know I don't know that a, a good book or study has ever been written of this guy, but boy, mm. he would make a fascinating figure for some yeah, for, right. for, for someone. I mean, like uh, a nat of national interest, in my opinion. Uh-huh. So he shot really? killed three people. So he, uh, I think he shot. He, he shot two of them. He shot two. Once of them. in the back as they ran, and once in the face to be certain they were dead. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! The murders probably involved drugs. I've actually interviewed the guy who helped him escape after this oh, happened. Oh shit! Well, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't, I can't say names from right, right, from people and so on. But, but yeah, like apparently, you know, he took him in a car and drove him far out of the state because everybody was after him and. Did he see them,
1: did he see it happen, or did the guy come, did Donald come to him afterwards? He came came to him
2: afterwards, yeah, yeah. And and so, like, you know, so Grant, his wife, Helen, I guess he had a wife, and their one-year-old son fled the state immediately. A nationwide manhunt ensued, and most of the hippies from that particular part of Placida's lower farm moved down to the commune of Tawapa. Okay. And then a lot of other drugs came around, and for decades that was just a complete mystery no one had any clue what had happened to him
0: he just disappeared yeah
2: Yeah. he was just completely gone I wouldn't be surprised if someone knew about it I've met a number of kids who who grew up in Placidus and they talk about that scene I've met Mm. adults that grew up there and they all talk about that scene and and really everybody for the most part seems to regard this as like the end of it this was like this was just such a dramatic thing it's pretty dramatic people people persisted on people kept living there and Mm. so on but I mean like it, it just became like it's such a darker place after that. Yeah. I mean, maybe Albuquerque's going through something like this on a bigger level. Just like, there's just... You just keep piling on these sad news stories and it just changes the yeah. feel of the place, you know? Um, right. It
1: does feel like that, Yeah, I think. Yeah. It, it, it feels like there's this huge time of transition in, in Albuquerque. Um, and I don't know if it's growing pains. I don't know if mm. it's like... it's be, You know, there's, there's mm. been... It seems like there's been a big boom yeah. in, in Albuquerque. In yeah. what, like the last... Yeah, seven, eight years, something a, like that. A,
2: a guy came into Bookworks where I work part time, and the, book, the independent bookstore, and um, he said uh, that he's been gone for four years, and he just can't believe how different the city is. Yeah, now. really. I was uh-huh. like, wow, four years—that's crazy. Yeah, like, so a, yeah. So there's, just there's mm-hmm. like this
1: weird like yeah. time of transition where huh. there's a whole bunch of I think anytime there's a whole influx of new people into a city, it's there's going to be it's going to change. You know, yeah. apparently Denver, um, their population has increased in the last three years. By, like, 150,000 wow. people. Wow! Oh, wow. Because of the um, legalization of marijuana. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So people are just flooding. Wow. Flooding yeah. is Green
2: rush, Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um, so, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: for us, I guess it's film. I guess that's one of the... Maybe. Uh, one, maybe. Yeah.
2: Although I think... Yeah. Breaking Bad, maybe. I know the state as
0: a whole lost lost population over the last few years. Every so movie Are they I coming
1: you know? to Albuquerque, though? Yeah. I do um, I'm Albuquerque. I see them, right. I see around. Like
2: right. there's, there's definitely projects here, yeah. I think they're all going to Georgia. Every movie I see, they have Georgia in the credits. Uh-huh. Yeah, Georgia is was, they a better. Huge
1: That's because of Walking Dead,
2: though. Oh really? Oh, I
0: gosh. think we hit a maybe a, a point of crisis with the um, with the police situation. Yeah, definitely APD. Yeah, um, I think that was part of it. That. The West Mesa murders. The West Mesa murders, the the
2: murders, APD. Lily being shot in traffic. I mean, yeah. just like so much sad stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Governor the APD Martinez. votes. Oh, I know. Yeah. Pizza. Getting,
1: getting pizza. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't listened to it. You, you haven't listened to it? It's oh, fine. it's, I, it's keep, uh, I keep wanting to, and it's then a I'm nice, like, I like, not want to listen to it. It's
2: enjoyable. It's,
1: a joke. Should I it's listen so to funny. It? It's so funny. I thought he was going to make me angry. Isn't no, make it's angry? funny. Make you okay. It's funny.
2: Yeah, a little angry, but yeah. yeah. It, I think it's funny. I went to Dion's the other day, and then my name in my order was Susanna Martinez. Uh. And I uh, think <laughs> I got a good laugh. Um, I asked them to say pizza when they handed it out and they didn't. They blew it. They said order. <laughs> <laughs> Their order is ready. Come on, so, you guys. I like, don't right. right, listen to it because I want to understand yeah. that joke. So. Yeah, yeah. No, her pronunciation of pizza it's doesn't efficient. make any sense. So uh, what did she say? Pizza. Every single time. Pizza. It's, yeah. All right. So look, so, you guys were just drinking pizza and it's fine. But she's,
1: she's completely
3: intoxicated,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. she, her speech is a little slurred. <laughs> <weird. laughs> She's a little... We haven't thrown bottles
2: for like six hours.
0: Yeah, she says that at one point. People were throwing bottles. That was like six hours ago. All right, <laughs> okay,
1: I'll listen to it. I'll anyway, listen to it. I just, thought, I just thought it was going to get me really angry. Oh, yeah, it's, it's totally so angry. delightful. It's okay. the, be- it's the it'll, best it'll news
2: story in a while. will kind of angry, I, but you'll just laugh. Yeah, okay. her, the, the abuse right. of power is there, but she's such a buffoon, and it's great. Okay, all right, I'll listen um, to it. All right, let's... You ask Grant. All right, so he so, disappeared, yeah, and the, the commune seems We just lost our right wing audience.
0: Oh, the right-wing audience. Um, The the ideals were kind of so so things had kind
2: of fallen apart. But I mean, you know, like I heard sad stuff too about like sexual predators moving in and just like I feel that I feel like that's
1: what happens in a lot of communes. But again, it's it's it's, it's, it sucks because I think you know when when you have a place that is very like you said very welcoming and very free sexually it's like there's a, there's certain amount there's certain people who can completely deal with like freely sexual and like all that right. and then there are some people who want to, who, who take, take advantage of the opportunity to be a predator yeah, yeah. yeah. Right.
2: And, and like I heard it was really rough to be a kid growing up oh, there God, it, I'm it was sure like kind of horrible
1: have you ever heard um, um, Patricia Charquette talk about her experience growing up in a commune no. in like Virginia fascinating oh she did incredible. really incredible yeah she grew up in a commune wow. all of them did um, they didn't leave until she was well into like her teens oh my gosh that's mm-hmm. crazy um, yeah, so I mean, her most of her childhood was yeah. really in kind a of commune. Yeah, the of, in a bad way.
0: I mean, was it uh, what kind of commune? She, are you I mean, she to?
1: talks about not necessarily in a bad way, but she talks about she talks about her parents being very idealistic, and um, you know, going to this commune um, for very like spiritual, mm. you know, kind of they weren't dogmatic, but they wanted they were a part of that kind of I want to be you know spiritual mm. and commune and that kind of thing, you know, um, and I think her father was. Jewish, and her mom was some kind of Christian or something like that, and they were trying to just, like, experience the world spiritually somehow, and they thought this commune was going to do it, and, um, yeah, and, but she has, she has a lot of insights, because it wasn't, I mean, she wasn't preyed upon, but she talks about, because her parents were very, like, guarded and stuff, Mm -hmm. but she talks about, um, you know, understanding even at that age that there were some people who... Trying to take advantage of the situation and trying to, you know, control people and turn it into more of a cultist kind of situation. And then her parents, kind of realizing this and seeing like the emptiness, they're like, this is exactly what society is Mm -hmm. in general. And we don't, and they kind of came to the conclusion that. Going to this commune wasn't any more spiritual than just living out in the world, wow. yeah. and it was yeah. more about how they processed, in the individual level, how they processed wow. the world than living in this commune because wow. it was that like a sense. it was like a microcosm of the terrible experiences that they had at a, like a macro level in the world. That's too yeah. Bad. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah, and and that was that was their experience, but you know, but she talked, but um, Patricia talks a lot about. The stuff that she did kind of take that was positive from, oh, you know, cool. from it. And, you know. Wow. Yeah, she's, yeah it's really cool. She's, yeah, she's listen rad. Listen to her, like her on, I think she talks about it on, we'll talk about it a lot, but I think the most in-depth one is maybe on, what the mm. fuck? On Mark Barron's oh, podcast? Nice, nice. Yeah, I think that's the most in-depth I like
2: her. One uh, yeah. Except that weird speech she gave when she accepts her Oscar for Boyhood. <laughs> yeah, you know, she, she kind
1: you? of talks about that too, though. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. she talks about her, her reasoning behind that and how okay. and how it was. You know, she just kind of she she tried to just take a moment to, you know, do something that she felt really heartfelt about. No, but and she, then it just yeah. kind of like people just sort of got mad at her. Well, about it it. I, I well no, she
2: w- she basically said like we helped you gays like now it's time for you to step up and help women like yeah i mean you know, that's like, how
1: it came off yeah. <laughs> yeah but i don't think that was her intention but it was really weird i think she was trying she was trying to say like you know, women's issues are everyone's issues, okay. and everyone needs to. But it came off as exactly what I can say. <laughs> yeah. like, Oops! Yeah. Still,
2: fantastic performance in Boyhood. Yeah. yeah, Favorite, yeah. Oh
1: god, I've yeah. watched Boyhood so many. I times. love that movie. I yeah. feel like I'm the mom in Boyhood.
2: Oh, you are the like, mom I'm in Boyhood. <laughs> 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 like, I even I moved. I, I even see. moved
1: to Texas <laughs> to like as yeah. Then I became a professor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like really similar. <laughs> I live, I live maybe like uh, an hour away from the university that she worked at in. Like, in oh really? In, I just want to hang out with
2: Richard later all San day. Marcus? How can yeah. I be friends with that guy? <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, so until the mid '90s, this guy had completely disappeared. He okay. was like totally off the map, and then his body and the body of his wife were found face down with a bullet in the back of their head each in a burned up farmhouse in northern Idaho with a hastily harvested field of marijuana behind them. Like, yeah.
0: Oh so maybe they 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 were so growing he, marijuana. Is what he it he like? had
2: gone away, he had yeah, he was okay. like growing marijuana like, you know, during a time when it was very illegal and
0: Yeah.
2: And uh had pissed somebody off, I guess. Someone someone that he worked with, or. But you know. it
0: doesn't sound like he's tried to start a new no, group or anything. No, this like that. is he like. Because he, kind of, he was just well, them too. Yeah, he was, was, yeah, it, he was living
2: right? alone that's way out in Illinois. Huh. But that was like when he came back on the radar, was was that.
0: And wow, do we man. know anything about what happened to him in between times? I mean.
1: How was he able to live off the grid for that? I now? don't know. And oh, he really?
2: must have a. I, supposedly he has a kid that's somewhere. like... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so.
1: Yeah, 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 because be. they said they had a boy that was, like, a yeah. year old or something, yeah. and now, where's that? But they didn't find the body of the boy.
2: I don't know. I I, wow. I imagine if someone was willing to really, like, research this thoroughly, which I'm, like, tempted to. I think it might be time to revisit this topic. Yeah, and it might be. Right it, write t- it, would be the good person to do it. Take it up. I, I'm very intrigued by it. I mean, like, what's so neat about it is you can go out to Placidas and just see evidence of this stuff all over. You can yeah. go to Lower Farm. It's still there. A guy named Lynn Montgomery lives there, and he's really cool. Yeah. Involved in a number of the feuds. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want to see, like, yeah, yeah. Did somebody have that? Well, uh, those are in the home of a local family that was like really. I'll I'll t- tell you who they are after we're done talking. But like, okay. but they were very protective of like they wouldn't let me put their name in the book. Uh-huh. I had to say it was from an anonymous donor. Yeah. and um, and yeah, just a uh, local local business people that never went away and that were very connected with the commune scene there and like have distinct opinions on it and so on. Mm. Oh, wow. um, I mean, it, there's a gr- man. There's a great story. It, the book I would love to write is I'd love to do. A century-spanning book that was three-thirds about um, murders in the Sandias that span the 20th century. Like, start with the Carl Taylor murder in 1936 mm. in okay. Cedar Crest, in that area. Uh, go to the Placidus hippie murder in the 70s, and then go to the Hollywood video murder of the 90s, oh, which God. ended up in the uh, 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 out there. Murders of the Sandia Mountains. i But, I mean, murders but those those three cases are all actually kind of interconnected. I found connections between them, and I think it would be a really interesting book like familial
1: connections social connections just different people just, here uh, and
2: there you know wow. passing the torch in their like peripheral involvement, involvement um, with it but crazy. but um but I, I just think, like, it's, you know, generally the Sandias are thought of as this, like, light place, you know, like, because yeah. they're compared to the Manzano Mounds. Like, oh, I've always said the Sandias are, like, New England and the Manzanos are, like, the Deep South, you know, yeah. where you're just, like, you're, like, <laughs> yeah, like who knows bad, what's yeah. going on down there. <laughs> <laughs> but, Manzanos? They're
1: terrifying. It's oh, like, my God. Right down that's down where,
2: there. like, yeah, like, families get killed and their kids are left to starve to death in Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really. Yeah, it's really it's yeah, intense. Yeah. yeah, you know, there's just really, like, dark, weird stuff down there. Yeah. Um, you know, and good stuff. but Just like the South. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the Sandias have darkness, too. They really, they do have, have some of these things. Because how can you not when you have people? Oh, yeah, sure. Or a lot of times they have... Yeah, Anytime you have and people and
1: are in seclusion yeah. together. Yeah.
2: So yeah. I, I think the story is really interesting. I, I, I mean, I feel like maybe the story of Elysses Grant has the potential to eclipse the story of the communes when the communes are a cool story, too. Yeah, like, that's right. really, yeah. like, a neat, intentional thing yeah. that, that people try to do, you know? Well, he's yeah.
0: such an interesting figure Mm -hmm. you know somebody who was able to gain some some power and must have had yeah I mean, must have had some ideas that at least sounded good. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to know more about. And
2: everyone he knew it. About. Yeah, it would be yeah.
1: nice to see if he had like a diary or something, yeah. some yeah. kind of writing that he well, did. There was that watercolor thing. Yeah, there was a the watercolor yeah. thing. But yeah. anything yeah. that like like uh, yeah, any any there's kind of material or production that he created. I know
2: there's a lot of articles about his 1971 gubernatorial run. You can go through the okay. microfish and, and read the old journal that, and should yeah. be an article and him
1: interviewed. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. And
2: if you watch Cycle Escape, there's like he's like on screen for like 20 minutes, so you can see what looks like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: what is Cycle Escape?
2: So Cycle Escape is while I was putting this together I interviewed a guy who had lived in uh, Placidus in the 70s. Oh, uh, Peter Coyote, the actor, lived oh, there okay. also. He has a memoir um, which is somewhere around here on my New Mexico shelves. Um, uh, Peter Coyote has a memoir is about
1: it coyotes? that Coyote? There's Coyote's ba- Bicycle up there.
2: That No, that's different. That's no, from, okay. I'm supposed to review that for 10 hours. Um, the, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, oh, so, um, so this guy was there making this kind of Easy Rider ripoff called mm-hmm. Cycle South or it later mm-hmm. became known as Cycle Escape exclamation mark when it was released in Japan and, um, which I think is a great title. Yeah. Like, this should, should be like a ska band or um, Some kind of band. Um And, uh so they were there and just kind of thought we could use this as a backdrop. This yeah. is great. Like we can, here's these communes, we'll film here and stuff. And they did and like, Ulysses says Grant acts as like a sort of guide. Like he's like showing you around his house and he takes oh, walks wow. all over the communes and shows. It. There's like a tour in the middle of that. I got to watch yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where <laughs> you can find it other than this. Like, have a where copy did right you? Now. Yeah, yeah. How did you, how did you come I, across this? I got now? it from one of the filmmakers who oh, I interviewed. Right. I interviewed him and his wife who met on the set of Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> <I> was like, <laughs> that
1: wasn't a bad omen for That's the so <laughs> so
2: weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just very strange, but, um, but, uh, yeah, so, like you know, there's little cultural artifacts that came out at the time, and, yeah, and things that have lasted, i mean, and Placidus, i yeah, I mean it's all still there. You guys can go see Dome Valley like today. Yeah, yeah, you can go see, I mean, you're probably that. trespassing to do it. But whatever, I'll show you. And uh, Mike's a big fan of trespassing. i, <laughs> I love trespassing. Before, yeah. oh, <laughs> trespassing. <laughs> you know what? I, know, I love like,
1: how I said that, like I was revealing. I know. <laughs> that's, yeah. And that's the big reveal. It's pretty right? yeah. cool, yeah. It's pretty cool. That's our closer for the podcast. <laughs> we seriously losers <like,
2: laughs> don't trespass. Oh, you know, like if you don't trespass, you're missing out on so much in the West. Yeah. Like, oh, every- I know. Everything's owned by, Everything. by somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: Oh, no, yeah. I mean, when I go run up in the foothills, I'll kind yeah. of get, you know, go in and out of, you know, mm-hmm. places where I'm not
2: supposed to. I'm again, to. I don't, I think that they're breaking some sort of human law to I say they own really a piece good. of the land. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ridiculous. So please go trespass. Yeah, yeah. Just trespass. Know, that's the yeah. second, yeah. no, do trespass. But yeah. if you, I
1: said go trespass. Oh, go There may I be consequences, but
2: dope. you know what? Be respectful.
1: Be respectful. Don't bring it to my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't come to our <laughs> house. I, I think
2: private residences are one thing. Yeah. yeah. But when we're talking, about land is different. yeah. When we're talking about open desert, I love the lost verse of This Land Is Your Land from Woody Guthrie where he says he saw a sign that said private property but yeah. on the back side it didn't say nothing. This sign yeah. was yeah. made for you and me. Like, uh, yeah. you know, that, yeah.
3: that
0: to me is like... Uh, they started printing up double-sided no trespassing signs after that. Uh, oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Screw you, <laughs> Damn Woody. It. Damn it. That loophole <laughs> was closed now. Yeah.
2: So, that's more or less the story in in brief of Ulysses S. Grant and Placidus but if you guys want to read further about it there are a couple of cool books about Placidus um, my favorite book about Placidus predates this actually. It's um it's an oral history done by the WPA in the thirties of Placidas oh. It has all their folklore and stuff. Mm. And oh, wow. that books awesome. awesome. It's, I it's uh to see that. it's I forget who that's by, but if you look up WPA Placidas, it's on the shelf somewhere. Um and uh, you know, and then there's a lot of like cool books about Placidas communes, most out of print, but like here's one right here. Commune's USA A personal Commons tour. USA. There's a whole chapter on Placidus in there. Um, shelter. Is I bet the one in?
1: that Patricia Arquette lived in, I bet it's in there. I wouldn't be surprised, it, it, yeah. It, it, from the way that she was talking about it, was pretty, you know, it was pretty...
3: Yeah, powerful. Peter
2: Coyote's memoir, Sleeping Where I Lay, I think it's called. Uh, Sleeping Where I Lie, something like that. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just it's a cool it's a cool uh, place, very neat to, to research and stuff, and uh, you know...
0: The Lama like, Foundation is in here, and they're Still going strong. Oh, the Lanham Foundation? Really? The Llama Foundation. Oh, the Lama. <laughs> the Lama Foundation that's north of Taos. Um, that's cool. Kind of a Buddhist sort of yeah, yeah thing going on.
2: Yeah, you know, I just... But I think, I like... Look at that. You know, so the, the conceit of this podcast was roughly um, that we wanted to illuminate a city by looking at people, places, mm-hmm. and things, right? And I think if this shows anything about Albuquerque, it's that, like, we're a city where there's room around us for, like, people to try... <laughs> to, go crazy. To, to try different things. <laughs> Have you
1: try heard of the commune yeah. sub... Um, I don't even know how pronounce that. commune in Bentonville, Virginia. Huh. Right. Oh, that's cool. Where is that? There.
2: Oh. No, that's actually... That? Subud. 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 Commune? Huh.
1: Bentonville, Virginia. Interesting.
0: <laughs> That's the one that Patricia and David Arquette were David a part
1: Arquette, of. Arquette, Rosanna Arquette, all that. The parents wow. moved them, moved them out there.
2: All the kids. All the, all the Arquette kids. Man. We're... All the Arquette
1: kids.
2: That's crazy. No, let you will know, see if it's in here. I. What I want to do is, I want to get successful as an author, and then I want to buy like a huge piece of property in the middle of somewhere, and I want to just like divide it up and give it to like ten of my coolest friends and their families, all and, right. and be like, let's all like come live out here.
1: Yeah, so, I, would, I wouldn't mind that. We, I wouldn't mind, like, um, I mean, I, I have a hard time organizing around, like, a central ideology. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I think, you know, like, that That always is, like... Right. The
2: ideology oh. should be leave us the hell alone and, like, we yeah, want to, like, we want to, like, okay, make art I'm okay with, out. like, yeah, I'm okay yeah. with, like,
1: organizing around, yeah. like, uh, like, a, like, a production of, a, of an art of some kind I mean, or something. I mean, if
2: something know? naturally evolves and we notice, like, oh, have you guys notice that we all, like, think this, you know, yeah. like, then let's write it down and, like, yeah. you know, codify it in some I mean, way. That could be interesting. Have but you like, guys
0: uh, spent any time in, like, uh, communes or anything like that? Have
1: I haven't, no. I've I vis- mean... Yeah, I
2: visited polygamous sects uh, before a couple of times. Um...
1: Recreationally, or <laughs> yeah. Well, I was writing an article. Uh, oh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: it was really interesting. It was great. Some of them were really nice. Um, uh,
1: religious polygamists, or just yeah. Or well, polyamory? one one had
2: become kind of a secular libertarian.
1: Okay.
2: One the guy had died, and it was just all the wives living on. Uh, oh, okay. By, so by they themselves. just kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, that
2: was in uh, Big Water, Arizona. That wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, and that was <laughs> yeah, that's just ladies. That's just a matriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Big yeah. Water, Utah, Big Big Water somewhere, and uh, it was on the Utah Arizona border around there, and um, it was the wives of Alex Joseph who had this like big standoff with the FBI in the seventies, oh, wow. um, and they were awesome. They all had like PhDs and like mm-hmm. or, like had like this whole like feminist rhetoric behind what they were doing, yeah, and like that's cool. and it was really like yeah. they were really interesting to talk to. And then as a kid, I went to. Um, the uh, to, um, what's it called, the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Colorado City, where... The one that the The, guys... the, the Warren Jeffs became, like, the FBI. Yeah. Oh, okay, but yeah. this was before Warren Jeffs was the prophet. Oh. And we drove around, and man, I could do it. I could talk about that for hours. Like, that that was, like, that. they had, like, a, an underground egg-laying facility where all the eggs' shells were soft because, like, they had no nutrients, and they were oh. turning the lights on and off so many times. Oh, and there was just yeah. a creepy feeling. Like, my little brother and I sat in the back of a truck bed as we drove around, and and the kids we'd pick up kid after kid and the kids would say this is my cousin this is my cousin and what they meant was my half brother like we have the same dad oh and my God. And, uh and that one felt less good they also had like little shops everywhere that sold books about like tv is evil and, and you know like, yeah
1: i think i think when it whenever it becomes so, this um like i said this yeah. sort of like dogmatic ideology it gets even yeah. even a, like a secular ideology so even yeah. if it's not religious yeah. but if it's like a, you know a very secular yeah. like we're all like mm. going to experience free love, but yeah. it's like, well, what if sometimes I don't want to experience free love? You yeah. know, I, it's like, yeah, exactly. like I don't want to go to,
0: see a movie sometimes. Yeah, yeah, like I don't yeah. want to. Am I your possession? Want, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I, yeah. I
1: feel like sometimes that right, sometimes that right. evolves into you're not being open enough, or you're not being right. free enough, you're not being right. you know, or you know, that kind of thing. Right. It's like, right. no, I have, I have, right. You know, I'm, There's, it's called boundaries. The, right, I'm the yeah. owner of my own body. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can't guilt
2: me into wanting to. Oh be. my god! Right. I did yeah. stay at an anarchist commune twice. It was like a like a in, it was in somewhere in Alaska. And,
1: how
2: how do you get uh, anarchist? Com- com- well, well,
1: they were they were yeah. like, it just means no hierarchy, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, theoretically... And so that place, uh, they all just kind of lived next to each other. If
2: guess. they had an ideology, it was like a snarl. I mean, like <laughs> it, was, it was it was seriously like like there were guns everywhere, oh, and they were just shit. like th- It was like a really. It was really amazing. I went back. Yeah. I like after. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who
1: works with me now. I won't say her name because it's. Um, but I have a friend who works with me now, and uh, her um, parents were super incredibly religious, and oh. she grew up in oh. um, Alaska. Oh. And it wasn't. I, I mean, it wasn't exactly a commune, but they stayed within. I mean, like she basically only knew the boundaries of her wow. of, like her neighborhood. Okay. Like it was so. It was wow. so insular. And, um, but, you know, she just, she was just always just kind of in her right own, there. yeah, and everyone had, you know, everyone was very religious, yeah. it was very, you know, a fundamentalist Christian, mm-hmm. and it wow. was all very, wow. yeah, and, um, you know, she realized at a fairly early age that she was bisexual, and she left when she was, like, 16 or 17, mm-hmm. um, and then she quickly, you know, when she was, like, like 20, around 20, she ended up marrying, um, someone who was abusive but she she uh, was married to him for like 14 years oh, like oh, she went from one kind of extremism and then had three years uh, of freedom and then went to a different kind of yeah. extremism where yeah. she felt like she had to dedicate herself oh, to somebody gosh. and I mean it was very but now you know now she has a PhD now she she's like a professor middle... she's like yeah like yeah. she's kind of like freed herself from a lot of that right. but it took her she's like in her 40s but it took her a long time to I bet
2: yeah, yeah. seriously yeah. oh man No. yeah like people people act like historically and culturally and personally we're supposed to bounce back from these things quickly but
1: no I don't think you do no I don't and that's kind of and that's kind of what I mean I mean you know I guess that's sort of what I took from what um, Arquette was saying was that it is, it can become a microcosm. No, I'm fine it can become like a microcosm of right. just, you know, the same kind of bullshit exactly, issues so. that you deal with. I, be,
0: I've worked with world. groups, small groups of politically minded individuals yeah. who are all about, you know, bringing, bringing justice and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, I always fell into the same kind of bickering and, and, yeah. you know, gossipy, gossipy maneuvering and so forth I think that's just what people do yeah
1: that's you know? just human um, nature yeah
0: yeah. I uh, I was involved with this Wiccan kind of half-assed Wiccan commune
1: half-assed Wiccan <laughs> <laughs> well
0: I don't know if they were ever it was like there was a big plot of land on the uh, on the hot springs up in the Haines Mountains and uh, there were you know a bunch of different people living there and they were all Wiccans and they yeah. were all were, were, were you <laughs> a Wiccan at this no region? I wasn't really I, no. I was Kind of into a girl, going going with her up there. Yeah, um, she and, was wicked. Yeah, she was she was wicked, and uh, yeah. you know they would like refer to Albuquerque as Babylon and stuff like that. You know, yeah, it was, it was it was interesting. A lot of naked drumming. Interesting. I
1: think the closest that I ever got to living in a commune was when I did like uh, three years of community theater. It felt very much like a <laughs> commune. It was, uh, like, it was a lot of like you know oh we we're all very obsessed about this one thing. And, oh you know, interesting. From when I was like sixteen. Yeah. No yeah I think I did my first like, community theater thing was like fifteen. Interesting. But if they they kind of in, like try to indoctrinate you a lot. Oh I interesting. Feel like it, yeah, I don't awesome. know if you guys have ever been... I have been, noticed that. Don't, yeah, have I've you noticed that? I've been in situations yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. where yeah. it feels really like... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was just so little, but... I was 15 and I had a lot of like older creepy guys that were like, oh, you yeah, know, trying to life. hit on me mm, and like, yeah. and I was still trying to, you know, figure out who I was as a woman and all that sort of thing. And, and they just feel like, you know, oh, we're going to experience this. Everything is so pure in right, the theater and right. the theater is so pure and, yeah. and we're all going to, this is a community of people who are, you it's know. It's high so intensity too. I mean, you're all working intensity. towards this
0: one common objective and you're spending long hours rehearsing yeah. and, uh-huh, so yeah. forth, and so forth. Yeah. And I,
1: but I've been in professional like situations where it's like everyone's getting paid for to do this thing and it's and it has the same kind of spirit but it's never like you don't feel um like pressured to to enact this like certain kind of you know way but in a lot of like community theater um places I feel like you do I feel like you feel pressured you know yeah
0: because it's a labor of love and once you do that like then they just just suck it all out of you (laughs)
1: exactly yeah
0: yeah Yeah. had a bit of that in my most recent profession but oh
2: (laughs) (laughs) really. Man.
1: Yeah. We should talk about emails, right? now. <laughs> no,
0: no, not, no, 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 another community. time, perhaps. Um, <laughs> but what we should do is we should probably talk about what the next uh, the next episode is going to be about newcomers to Albuquerque. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. We, we usually,
2: okay. oh, so every episode sags into the next episode. Oh, cool. And so, is it?
0: Yeah.
2: So this is about, okay, so this so is.
0: It's, you know, we got a you, commune, people from communes Do you have an article that's
2: going to be relevant to We do. You do? Okay, do.
0: got it all recorded and everything. Really? okay. All do you, right, you have uh, a
1: person that's coming on to talk about? Um, yeah, a
0: bit, but would cool. would you be up for coming back sometime? Yeah, yeah, I'll okay, come, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we yeah. Should, we're well, still here. What a bummer. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Why do you move back to Albuquerque? Yeah, no,
2: with, <laughs> all, the, <laughs> with all the violence and. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get Do you like this uh, town in yeah. Texas, Ruth? It's not bad. Good.
1: You know, it's weird because Texas Texas is um a, a large portions of Texas Texas are very incredibly conservative, so everyone. Knows. Yeah, um and in South Texas, um there are definitely places that are very conservative. But I kinda live in this small in this college town and so I would say like and they're all they're all centralized, so there's like four or five towns all together that center around this university. And I would say all of these towns are fairly liberal, especially socially. Mm. They're very, very liberal, right? Interesting. And then you go maybe thirty five minutes that way or mm-hmm. thirty five minutes the other way or mm-hmm. north or south, or whatever. Well, south is Mexico, but like I live about a mile away from Mexico. Yeah. Um anyway, so it's you know, if you, if you go out of these other places, um, it's very conservative. And you'll start seeing signs like anti um, you know, pro choice signs. Mm. You'll see signs that are like Um, about, like, you know, open carry. You'll see all Mm -hmm. these, like, weird things. But within this small little university area, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, like, it's actually very liberal. Because it's a college town. Yeah. yeah.
2: Are you worried that Texas has its own electric grid and talks about secession all the time and that if they ever secede from the union, like, all the left-wing towns would be (laughs) basically, like, turned into internment camps? Um, (laughs) Now I do.
1: (laughs) I think I could probably... put some thought into this. I think I could probably (laughs) escape into Mexico and then just go, you know... Have you been to Mexico lately? (laughs) Um, no, they the borders down there are pretty closed because there's, yeah. there's been a lot of violence in Mexico. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 um, it's it's, in, it's really interesting though because right across the border, I don't want to say what town I'm in, so I'm trying, I'm trying to avoid saying the towns. Yeah. But right across the border, there's a town that has you know a population of like 6.5 million people. Oh wow! And so we, as our own little like you know area. Uh, for a very long time were basically considered the suburbs of this Mexican city. So it okay. wasn't So it wasn't uh-huh. really, even though it was America, we don't have, like, in our area, there's not, like, a central downtown location, right. really. There's, like, all these little tiny, maybe, central oh. locations within smaller towns, but there's not, like, one big central yeah. because m- the Mexican city was hmm. downtown. It was the right, central, right. it was, you know, it was the population. Like, that's where everyone went all the time because the borders were so open. And in the last, you know, 10 or 15 years... Especially post nine yeah. eleven, everything's been so closed off, and then you know the war on drugs increased, and so the, it increased the violence in Mexico right. and all of these things. And so there now it's like all these little tiny towns that are just sort of like lost. Mm. Done, there's not mm. really like a wow. you know like a place to yeah.
0: It's interesting. It is really
1: interesting, and there's a lot there's a lot of history there. Like, I live um, very close to where um, Dolores Huerta grew up. Hmm. Um, I li- you know there's Juanita yeah, uh, grew up you know three towns over. Ch- like, tell the listeners
2: of- who these people are.
1: Oh, okay. So because um, I know. I- okay, Dolores <laughs> <laughs> Huerta was, a- was a Chicana activist.
2: <laughs> Dolores <laughs> Laura's Come on! Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I've heard about. Yeah. Okay, she yeah, yeah, yeah. Chica-
1: she was huge. She of activist. Yeah. She helped um she helped organize with Cesar Chavez. Like she was okay, huge. Right, right. Um Gueda, same you know Chicana Chicano mm. activist. Um Now he's a professor at University of Washington. Um But yeah, I mean like oh. you know, there's it's like this huge amount of of like cultural history in um like latino was activism it, from was Dolores
2: Moeta right the one and it was like a really sad story like 3 years ago she was found in her apartment dead and like had been in there for a year and no one had, no one had
1: No uh, she she has passed uh, away but it wasn't okay. it wasn't that story
2: Okay all right
1: but it was a it was a It Ch- was a Chicano
2: <laughs> activist yeah I'm trying to remember who, mm. who that was I don't know. Yeah it was a big story in Santa Fe I yeah. will have to look it up Yeah. I don't know Yeah, yeah. I but um cool yeah. oh man thank you for being on our show yes thank yeah. you so thanks. much Yeah, you're really thank kind you of that, an inspiration man. for the show like, yeah. like seriously like you yeah, know, we're like we're enjoying, do
1: it. Uh, oh thanks Mike Jennifer, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Genevieve laughs> can do it we can do it should be entertaining <laughs> weekly then
2: I'm sure we can figure it out uh, we
0: haven't managed weekly yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: we're more like bi-weekly yeah. no thanks cool. for
1: thanks for listening to the podcast though guys I yeah, oh, yeah, appreciate like, it we're trying to get on some bigger you know network so you will you're a rising star share it share it will yeah yeah
2: everyone check out Dead Things and we'll uh, podcast it's great
0: we'll take advantage of of your uh, good heartedness and willingness to be on our show many times yeah absolutely
1: and I can show you how to record Skype through GarageBand because that's how we do it oh nice so we can have like anybody in the country like all of our podcasts are done via Skype oh that's great and it sounds like we're all in the same room yeah
0: especially since you had your mic I know well like the
1: the mic that I had was good and then it just for like four or five episodes.